Hi there, demons. It's us, you girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are Giggling Goblins, two goblins that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today, we are going to continue raining down the rage (laughs) that we had the last time we were all here congregated together. Yes, we can can let S let out her rage as (laughs) I quickly doused it at the end of last episode so that we could preserve our time <laughs> yeah you killed my boner you're a boner killer of rage rage boner hey, killer. that's hey. that's what they called me old rage boner killer <laughs> <laughs> the rage boner murderer <laughs> <laughs> oh they didn't invite me to parties oh my god no now i gotta like think about it the assassin of rage yes. boners Ra- uh, assassin Rage Boner Assassin, yep. That's Rage the one. Boner Assassin. Oh my god, I gotta write that down. <laughs> yeah, feel free to put that at the t- very top of your resume. That's gonna be, that might have to be, I'm just right on this. Rage Boner Assassin. Assassin. And then just like, uh, bold the ass part of Assassin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now that we have the the title for this episode, S, (laughs) take it away. I'm so ready. And I guess we'll start off with something that I've discussed many a time in previous episodes. Bonus points if you can recall that far back. But misophonia, (laughs) which I think I do have. Mm -hmm. So it's not with everyone, but with many people. It's that listening of chewing and breathing and together it just (laughs) makes me go into a blind rage internally internally i mean so what is like the scientific definition for misophonia you know what that's a great question let's consult the google huh or misophonia i don't know how to pronounce some of those words my my letters tend to just roll together oh it's like miso like the soup and okay pho like the other Vietnamese soup, <laughs> but but not pronounced pho, but pho. And then nia um, is a condition in which individuals experience intense anger and disgust when they are confronted with sounds made by other human beings. In particular, sounds like chewing, lip smacking, or breathing may cause intense anger and physical arousal. So, ladies and gents, you're not just a bitch. You might have misophonia. Excuse me. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> no, no, I remember reading a post once where someone was talking about the like absolute unnecessary rage they get when they hear people eating like crackers. And someone said, oh. you probably have misophonia. And they're like, oh, thank God. I thought I was just a bitch. Oh, yeah. Being a little bitch boy. Um <laughs> Have you ever had that, though? Let's say you're eating something really dry and crunchy like chips, and the sound of that inner crunch in your mind, it's so loud. And then you're wondering, especially, or if you got headphones on, it just only seems to amplify the sound. And if there's someone there with you, and you're thinking, are they hearing this? See, I don't know if it's food that annoys me too much, because I love food i eat food when i can you know and but breathing <laughs> bothers me when breathing when and does it 
and throat clearing bother me to no end. And the uh-huh. worst part is it's my own breathing and throat clearing annoys me to an <laughs> unnecessary level. And I'm always saying, what, at my last job, I'd tell my coworkers, I'm so sorry, it's my allergies. Like, I have so much shit in my throat. I'm just coughing or clearing it all the time. And they're like, no, it's totally fine. I, I, that's background noise for me. I'm like, I want to fucking throttle myself. How is this not driving you insane? your own worst enemy it's like that meme of the guy pointing at the mirror and it's like finally found the fucker that's been ruining my life yes finally found the fucker that's been annoying the shit out of me that's been clearing my throat and all of its phlegm (laughs) and breathing too hard but then tell me about the breathing is it breathing by itself a specific type of breathing like a wheezing kind of breathing when is the breathing specifically going to bother you it's like heavy breathing like asthmatic or you just ran 15 laps like i don't know how to describe it besides like a mouth breather like someone who's oh when they're just they're too close to you and they're breathing maybe it's the fact that they're breathing on me and they're breathing in my like not even six foot bubble but like my two foot bubble you are too close to me yeah respect the drip mouth breather (laughs) And I've I've talked before that, like, my husband will drive me insane sometimes because he just has a higher resting heartbeat level than me. Uh-huh. So he breathes faster than I do. And, you know, when we're, <laughs> when we're you know, cuddling or whatever, and yeah, I can yeah. hear him breathing too fast, like, it's faster uh-huh. than me. And I'm just like, could you chill? And he's like, what are you talking about? He would die. I hope you know that, D. <laughs> he would literally I die. Know. I know, and I feel bad. I try, I try really hard not to say anything, but every now and then, I'm like, I need you to, like, breathe quieter. And he always looks at me every time. Like, what the fuck? You know what? Another meme reference. I know, it's been less than five minutes, but insert the meme of that old man in the the turtleneck saying, yes, I'll die. Literally, that is. Yeah, but with your husband's face, yeah. (laughs) But, like, the... Okay, well, with the mouth breathing, I get that. But question for you. Do you also Mm -hmm. try to match the breathing rate of your husband and then almost die yourself? Oh, yeah. I've done that before. I can't do it. (laughs) And then there's always that. I I, I don't know if this would be misophonia or just awkward embarrassment when you go up a flight of stairs and Uh you're at the top of the stair just trying to catch your breath because you should not be that out of breath. And you're just like, (gasps) yeah, (gasps) like trying to (laughs) very quietly fighting for your life (laughs) quietly, though. It's like, I'm not even like, I should not be struggling this hard. Listen, I think stairs are one of those uh, common enemies of all of humanity. (laughs) I mean, I feel better when I take the stairs. It feels like I'm doing something good for myself, just like when I floss my teeth. Yeah. It's like, yay me and my teeth. But on the (laughs) other hand, do I always want to do it? No. (laughs) Because I know what comes at the very top of my journey. No, and especially when it's stairs. Have you ever been to D.C.? Like downtown D.C.? Okay. Mm -hmm. The subway stairs are so vertical that they should be called ladders. It's terrifying. <laughs> I remember looking down them and they were like, we can take the stair part or just the escalator part. And I'm like, if I take the stairs, I'm going to die. 
You're going to trip yourself up, like suck uh, yourself out? Yes, I'm going to miss a step and I'm going to die. Like, I am not prepared <laughs> for this. And it's not just, it's down into a subway. Like, that's a large drop. I like that for you because it, whether you're descending <laughs> or ascending, you're going to hell either way in either direction. I absolutely am. <laughs> yeah, DC is your personal hell. Oh, God. It, yeah, no. But where where does misophonia come in for you? Um, so sometimes the eating, mm-hmm. and then other times it is the mouth breathing, but also the lips smacking. Like, you know the people that chew with their mouth open? Mm-hmm. And it's just like this... Yeah. Or, you know, how some people chew gum. And uh. you're thinking, what's up with that? Why, why do you make those sounds? Do you question, think that humming falls under this? It depends. Um, I was a hummer as a child. Okay. <laughs> but that was like literally only in first grade. Gotcha. So I think it depends on the song, what it is. Because if I'm vibing with you and it's my jam as well, then it's fine. Okay. Well, because like at my last job, we had someone that came in almost every day and they would come in like singing to themselves, humming to themselves because they wanted attention. And at that point, it almost triggered me to be angry as soon as I heard their humming. Yeah, like sound the alarms. Yes. It got so bad, though, that they always had, like, a little rolly case. So whenever we heard the (laughs) wheels in the tile outside in the hallway, we all just went, oh, fuck. I love that. I love that, that a rolling suitcase was the thing to set everyone into (laughs) sheer annoyance and, in your case, almost rage. Honestly. (laughs) But then... Tell me this, how do you and how did you and your colleagues come to the conclusion that this person was only doing it for attention? Oh, because the world revolves around them. Got it. Okay. Oh, they they made it very well known that they existed. So uh-huh. everyone needed to know that they existed and that they were important and that they were there constantly. Yes. Celine Dion with a roller backpack coming into the building. Oh, but way less cool. Yeah, yeah, I admit, I, <laughs> I do love me some Celine Dion. Anywho, back to, back to the topic at hand. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. I almost forgot. You know how if someone has a runny nose for whatever reason, and rather than blowing their nose, because I know sometimes we don't have a tissue on hand, the sniffles may catch you at any moment, uh-huh. but the people that, let's say, if there is a, an accessible tissue, paper towel, whatever, and they just sit there like... <sighs> Ugh, yeah, like yeah. keep on sucking that mucus back up for it to uh, go down seconds later like a faucet <laughs> see and that's why i don't like clearing my throat either it's like just cough go into the other room and blow your nose and cough and i know like you said you know if it's allergy season or if you're sick you can't yeah. just get it all out in one go it's going to be a constant issue mm-hmm. but oh my god there's only so many times like, my brain will allow someone to do, you know, a sniffle or a throat clear before it's like, could you just not? Could you please not? And I, I do it to myself. No one is safe from my own brain. Well, you know what? I like that your rage is non-discriminatory. Uh, speaking of annoying sounds. Oh, no, no, no. You want to tell them all about it? Now, my my neighbor's got a new dog, and... 
they're right on the other side of the wall that we record on. And it just barks constantly. And it barks at anything that moves. And I know some people want their dog to bark at people that are like too close to their fence line. I totally understand that. It's like, you know, a warning system. But when there's a walking trail directly behind your fence line, it doesn't help. That dog is rated E for everyone. Uh, And it's like, it's not even a tiny yip. It's a big dog. It's a big bark. Big borks. Big borks. Anywho. (laughs) No, I I mean, that, that can also be a pet peeve, right? I had a neighbor whose dog barked at anything, everything, and nothing. Because sometimes this dog was fully out there just barking their heart out. And I'm serious, they could go hours without stopping. And oftentimes I would look out the window or go outside and no one's there. Nothing's there. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why, dog? <laughs> yeah, and it's, I feel like there's always those owners that just ignore their pets. Yeah. And if you're going to get a pet... That's a commitment. You can't just put it outside every time you get tired of it and then let it bark and annoy the neighborhood and Mm -hmm. eventually come back for it. Like you're the reason it's probably barking is because it's stressed out or not enough exercise. Right. I mean, you can't a dog is not a pet rock like it has needs and feelings (laughs) and you can't just throw it outside, especially because today it's raining Are you telling me that my one-ton slab of quartz (laughs) does not have feelings? It has vibrations. Good vibrations. Good vibes. Good, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That I obtained from the quarry. Oh, my God. Okay, another one, though. Let's, Let's keep going. What's another pet peeve that you would like to discuss today? Is it Rick Ross or DJ Khaled, the one that goes, another one? Oh, God. I I think it's Khaled, but I couldn't be positive. (laughs) Um, Another one of my pet peeves. Okay. So some people enjoy studying astrology, right? For some, it's this woo-woo, new-agey thing. Others take it more seriously and you know, do these natal charts really incorporate it into their day-to-day life and decisions and so forth. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't care. That's good and fun. If you believe in the Zodiac, you know, astrology and all that stuff. Honestly, I have no opinion one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But what does annoy me is people who are into that and openly express it being made fun of by people that are like, oh, well, that's just, you know, a crock of bullshit, but then immediately launch into UFO alien government conspiracy (laughs) theories. So basically QAnon people that bully others for having a good time. QAnon folks and then like semi-QAnon folks that, you know, they'll hate on everything that um, goes up uh, against their lord and savior like Elon Musk and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, or or just you believe in aliens, so why why don't you why won't you give like ghosts and you know 
that kind of astrological stuff a chance. It's in the same realm, so to speak. I feel like they can't give ghosts or demons a chance because they know that that's where they're going when they die. Oh, it like internalized uh, demon phobia, hell phobia. Yeah, internalized fear because they know they're a shitty person. Yeah, I, I just that that always just kind of struck me as something odd. It doesn't make me fly into a rage, but it, it's just annoying. Why would you discount this? but then go full tilt within the same realm of beliefs. It's like people who go so far into some conspiracy theories and they make it their life. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding when, you know, you end up calling QAnon people fucking tinfoil hat society because dear (laughs) Jesus. Have you ever heard even, like, the beginnings of the, some of the conspiracy theories that they wholeheartedly believe? Um, I'm sure I've heard of a few, but t- tell me about the ones that you know. Uh, the Like, when we were getting vaccinated for COVID and mm-hmm. there was that huge thing that went out where it's like, they're implanting droids or nanotechnology to track you. I'm like, do you have a cell phone? Right. There you go. Do you have a social security card? They're already tracking you, honey. They already know where you are, what you're doing every minute, every second of every day. Right. You can't even fart in peace knowing that someone's not listening. I, like, I, you let it go, man. L- we do literally. not exist in an area or a, a timeline that gives us any kind of privacy. Absolutely not. No vacuum there. And I would say, even if you have a credit card, much less, like you said, a cell phone, Mm -hmm. uh, companies like Equifax collect all that information. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all third-party companies. So keep it up, folks. Keep up (laughs) the droid conspiracy. It's like, if you truly want privacy, you're going to have to go completely off the grid. Mm Mm-hmm. As a Bushman. (laughs) and let me tell you 99% of those people wouldn't make it they wouldn't make it three days Uh no no (laughs) like I don't I wouldn't either but I admit that and I'm fine with that like I know I'm a bitch I know the second I saw too many bugs I'd be out of there like I get it I accept this part of me yeah city dwelling bitch But, But, you know, I was just going to say, these people that think that they're high and mighty, I'm like, you are not. And you are going to get humbled real quick. Right. You're going to learn today. Then what's (laughs) another conspiracy theory? I'm really interested in this now. Let me, you know what? Let me just Google it. Because I've heard of other theories relating to vaccines, not necessarily the COVID vaccine, that... It's all, like, remains of uh, dead fetuses and things like that and more diseases, which I know there's, like, some active parts of it, right, in order to inoculate you against it, but in a way to get purposely get you sick and give you cancer and the folks that believe that vaccines cause autism, which... Oh, that one pisses me off. It endlessly is disappointing to me that people believe that. (laughs) Okay, so the very first thing that popped up, QAnon conspiracy theorists have a new cure-all. 
$120,000 TVs. You can have these colored static screens that supposedly cure cancer in your living room. You know what? That's like saying this crystal will cure my cancer. I just... Oh, God. $120,000. I, I don't I, I can't I can't get further because then it becomes really political and then I just get angry <laughs> and that's a boundary that I refuse to cross uh, during yeah. fun time. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. But no, so, sometimes though conspiracy folks are like super fun to fuck with. Sure. Because you just have to out conspiracy them. Like, have you have you heard, you know, people believe that the moon isn't a planet and that it's actually like this giant spaceship where we do all of this extraterrestrial testing? What now? And I remember seeing online that a person was talking to someone who believed that and they just went, you believe in the moon? <laughs> like, just <laughs> next level. <laughs> That's your personality? no it's crazy and it's the same as flat earthers people who believe that the earth is truly flat there's a video there's a video that if anyone has time you need to look it up and it's these flat earthers that are trying to do an experiment to prove that the earth is flat right so they have this couple mile long stretch of land and they Mm -hmm. put these boards up to kind of like make a little little small wall like if they put a door up in the middle of the field right okay and they cut a hole in it and they do this with like three or four doors and so if the earth was flat someone from the miles or so away would shine a light through that hole and you'd see it Mm -hmm. and so he's recording he's like okay shine the light and the guy at the other end on the walk he's like okay i'm shining the light and he's like oh i don't see it Well, if the earth is round, if he holds it above his head, I should see it. So, hey, why don't you hold it above your head? And he holds it above his head, and lo and behold, the light shines through. Like, you just proved Uh, the earth was round. And then he's just, he's just standing there, the guy who's being videotaped, he's like, huh, weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. It's the... Primo example of shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> you know what? It, it, the flat earth thing reminds me of that Shel Silverstein poem. Something oh. about like the sidewalk. Where the sidewalk ends. Where the sidewalk ends, yep. Yeah, that was yeah. one of my favorite books as a kid, actually. Isn't it so good? I love, there's this great poem, Hungry Mungry. Yeah. And how he ate himself. <laughs> there's also, um... Oh, what was the little girl? Sylvia Platt, maybe, who wouldn't take the garbage out? Sylvia Platt is the writer that no, okay. like, committed suicide by carbon monoxide poisoning from the oven. Oh, fuck. No, I not that one. It's, <laughs> Wrong it's, Sylvia. <laughs> it's some little girl and she wouldn't take the garbage out. And so the uh-huh. garbage stacks up high and high and high. And so like the little drawing is this little tiny garbage can in one corner and then uh-huh. across two pages it just towers over <laughs> it's really you know, cute i have the book somewhere and it must be i don't know well over 20 years old <laughs> so when i find it i'll find out if her name is dude <laughs> i have it 
Now you gotta tell us, is it Cynthia, is it Sylvia? I know, I hope it's in this one. I'll have to look for it. Hold on. Oh, I'll you know who might... Little, like... You know who my favorite Cynthia is? Who's your favorite Cynthia? From Rugrats, Angelica's doll with the crazy oh hair. God. The yes. best Cynthia. Where is... Oh, there it is. Oh, shit. Come, come back. Bye. Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia Stout would not take the garbage out. I was right. Well, ah, half right. Half right. Sylvia Platt. <laughs> I swear, like, always the best drawings. They're so quirky and weird. My absolute favorite poem, though, for any Shel Silverstein fans was True Story. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That starts with, this morning I jumped on my horse and went out for a ride. And ends with, and you'll never guess what I did then. I died. So it's like, it's all these things. Um, Wild outlaws chased me, crawled into a cave, pirates found me, um, a mermaid came. It's just like, it's it's the cutest thing. And I remember as a kid, I practiced and practiced until I could read the whole thing in one breath. So that's where this whole thing about hyperfixation on breath comes from. <laughs> Case closed. Oh, but before I close this case, can I tell you about my one pet peeve with uh, the writings of Shel Silverstein? Sure. I always, I won't say hate, but strongly disliked the book The Giving Tree. Mm. Because I'm like, this is, this does not teach me anything positive. It's literally this kid who was an asshole who took and took from this tree and let, until he left it a stump. I'm he pretty, killed the tree. I'm pretty sure that they did a study about the giving tree and the rainbow fish and mm-hmm. how that led to, like, so much anxiety and depression on our generation because <laughs> it teaches you to give and give and give and give mm-hmm. and to expect nothing in return. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. See, I I never took it that way. For me, it wasn't about giving and giving. I was just like, this little kid's an asshole (laughs) who grows up into an adult asshole. See, you missed out on it. It's all good. That's like a healthy thing. (laughs) Yeah, uh, my boundaries. (laughs) Yeah, your boundary as a kid. It's like, no, no one needs to give that much. That kid's an asshole for asking all that. Yeah, that poor tree. You know what? Fuck that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. When when you try to do something good, but it doesn't end up the way you hope, just like those flat earthers, you know? <laughs> that still, to this day, will probably always be one of my favorite videos on the internet. Send me a link, please. Sure, I will look it up once we are done here. <laughs> put, put it on the Tumblr. You know what? That's a great idea. I just might do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, the collage of things that make us mad, Shel Silverstein's... Uh, the Giving Tree, the Flat Earth video. <laughs> oh my god. The Collage of Rage. It's a very big collage. <laughs> Endless scrolling. Your finger will cramp, son. <laughs> oh, man. What What else you got for us, S? Let's, let's keep the train uh, chugging. Oh my gosh. Are, are, it's, is the train just powered off rage and hate <laughs> <laughs> of mine <laughs> solely? <laughs> It's powered, all right. (laughs) So it's a bullet train. It's not even a regular steam engine. 
Absolutely. It is 200 miles per hour. (laughs) Oh, man. I guess another thing that really just more than annoys me, just pisses me off, is people that purposely hurt animals in the name of entertainment or amusement or whatever it is. That's just not okay. In general. Like... If you think uh, any kind of animal fighting is an appropriate pastime, I've seen videos where they use other animals as bait Mm -hmm. or chew toys for these fighting dogs. Mm -hmm. You know, and that, and with the whole fighting dog thing, there's a specific type of dog that people generally seek whenever I've heard about these kinds of things. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because this is a really sweet breed of dog, like the cuddliest little babies you will ever meet. Absolutely. But in the hands of terrible people, they get turned into these aggressive animals. And it just... You know how many bison incidents there have been this year? Because <laughs> people just don't know how to stay the fuck back. People are just really dumb. They are. And I'll tell you why. Another instance, this time we're taking it to Norway, there was this walrus, Freya, who Uh enjoyed life in the open, in the wild, Mm -hmm. and what has happened is the Norwegian government decided to euthanize her because, in their words, she was a danger to the public because people couldn't stand back away from her. They kept on getting closer and closer to take photos, and rather than putting the limits on people and getting them in trouble, they decided to fully kill an animal which was on a protected species list. That is so fucked up. Nice job, folks. Oh, at least Norway. it's not America. I, I mean, I'm sure there's things like that. Like, you've heard of those beach dolphins and sharks, and people decide, I want to try to sit on this, take a selfie with it, and keep it out of the, out of the waters for so long that it just ends up dying. Like, that stuff, like, boils my blood. But Mm I I distinctly remember back in 2020 during the presidential race that someone had taken a manatee. And manatees are sea cows. They are very slow-moving, very docile creatures. And so they get, like, moss on their backs, right? Mm -hmm. Someone scraped into this manatee's back, Trump 2020. (gasps) Oh my god. Don't do that. That's so fucked. Like, taking pictures with them are fucked. Yeah, taking pictures with animals and taking them out of the water, that's just stupid. But you held down an animal and scraped into it a message? That's the kind of person that you are? So that's not a pet peeve. That's an awful fucking person. And I do not wish you Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think anytime animals, uh, the environment is involved, you know, we've talked about (laughs) the, the beauty that is gender reveal parties and all the destruction that they leave behind with all their garbage, literal garbage. And you know, things like forest fires, things that are so preventable had they ta- taken extra caution. Mm-hmm. You know, it, just mindless, arrogant, ignorant behavior. Yeah. That's... Uh, I just don't see how people can treat the world poorly. Mm-hmm. 
when they have to live in it. Some people like living in garbage, I guess. Ugh. I don't get it. And I guess, um, at least on my end, the final thing is, I don't like liars. Oh, God, yeah. You know those folks that, whether it's a big thing, small thing, anything in between, it's got to be a lie or a half-truth, or I'm only going to tell enough that it seems like a truth, Mm -hmm. with selective omission of certain things. (laughs) The only acceptable lie is for surprise birthday parties. Unless you have severe anxiety. (laughs) Know your person, but the only (laughs) acceptable lie I feel is when you are doing something good for another person. So a birthday party or an engagement, like those kind of things where you're trying to make the moment super special and spontaneous. But also if you know your partner has severe anxiety, maybe don't you do that route. (laughs) If you were to jump out from behind a bush with a cupcake for me and yell happy birthday, I think I would be so happy. (laughs) Well, I'll see what I can do. (laughs) Just like screaming like, happy birthday. (gasps) And then proceed to chase after me. Yeah, because you'd run away screaming. (laughs) But it's all in good fun, you know? (laughs) No, no, she likes it. As I tell the police officer whose hands (laughs) go to the ground. Yeah, as I'm, like, screaming from down the block, no, don't interrupt my game. (laughs) I sound like Jigsaw, but, like, a more kind of wholesome version. Less, (laughs) like, with no violence. It's just, like, with food. Wholesome Jigsaw throws birthday parties. (laughs) Yeah, but instead of being the one to dish out, you know, wholesome birthday parties, I'm the one that demands them from other people. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But no, I, I agree with you completely. Liars are, it, it's just, it's, that's, a, that's a big rule with me that I tell people all the time. I'm like, if you don't want to tell me something, that's okay. Tell me you don't want to tell me. Do not lie to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a Virgo thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Tune in next time. <laughs> No. For a Virgo list no. podcast. <laughs> no, I I really I can't stand people that lie. It especially even sometimes the little ones mean more to me than the big ones because yes. I can rationalize a lot of things. I can rationalize you were too scared to tell me something. God for I don't know. I've had at least two or three people be like, I thought you'd be disappointed in me. It's like, girl, I fuck up every day. What do you mean I'd be disappointed in you? You're my bestie. (laughs) But I I can at least see where they're coming from also as someone who has anxiety where it's like, I was too afraid to tell you, yada, yada. Okay, fine. But like, hey, did you go to the grocery store today and pick up that thing I asked you to do? Oh, yeah. And then I look in the fridge and it's not there. I'm like, Just don't. Why? Why did you have to lie about that? Right. Yeah, it's it's like such a stupid thing to lie about. Mm -hmm. And even the people that are anxious, like, especially if you're not, if you're doing something you're not supposed to, and then blaming it on anxiety. Bitch. Mm. (laughs) Don't go there. I don't know how many times we have to tell you this, old man, but your mental illness does not give you a pass for bad behavior nope or your bad behavior does not give you a pass for more bad behavior 
Right. Absolutely not. You know what that earns people? What does that earn people? A drop kick to the throat. (laughs) And then after I'm done doing that, I call you a liar. Ooh. I get on the ground real close and I do some mouth breathing and I call you a liar. (laughs) And then our our third co-host steps on you. Yeah, after almost an hour. (laughs) He's like, oh, now's a great time to join. (laughs) So I know we brought this up at the beginning of the last episode where Mm -hmm. we talked about pet peeves versus deal breakers. So what would you consider... The definition of a deal breaker, I guess. Um, purposely hurting other people or things. Mm. Because that to me can look like many things, whether it's physical, whether it's verbal, or that mental kind of gaslighting thing when let's say you ask someone for the truth on something and they immediately spin the question like, well, do you? Right. It's like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like especially in our day and age, it's also really important, like we just said, to be able to tell the difference between someone who's just a liar and a gaslighter. Mm. Because someone can just be lying to you. Yeah. It's it's the part where they start making you question everything. Mm-hmm. And they're manipulating the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Or like immediately, like they'll show you or tell you something without you asking for it. Uh-huh. But then other times they're being real sneaky. Mm. And you're like, what's up with that? Right. Don't do it. <laughs> but then tell me, because I've been venting my rage for almost an hour. Just like, <laughs> you know, my train is slowing down now. I want to ease up the ride because I think I'm scaring some passengers. <laughs> so you tell me, what is either a pet peeve of yours or mm-hmm. a deal breaker? Deal breakers. So I've been with my husband for 12 years. Mm -hmm. And I told him at the very beginning that a deal breaker is cheating. Mm -hmm. And as I've gotten older, like I now know that poly relationships exist and I know that open relationships exist. But that is only if you are comfortable with it. And I am not comfortable with that. And so I am very happy in a, mono- in a monogamous relationship. I feel like I was just like finding Nemo saying an enemy. Or a monomena. <laughs> but no, monogamy. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy in my monogamous relationship. And, you know, to this day, neither, like, neither of us have ever cheated on each other. And so, like, my other, it's not a deal breaker, but my pet peeve is also lying. And I think a lot of the times... My husband does not lie to me, except sometimes. And I think it's that thing where it's like, I'll get to it later kind of mindset. Whereas if I'm asking for something to be done, I'm expecting it to be done in the next 15 to 20 minutes. And that's how I was raised. My mom asked me, quote unquote, to do something. It was to be done. I was not in the environment of, hey, can you do this sometime today? It was, hey, can you do this? She came back 30 minutes later. Why is this not at least started? Yeah, that makes sense. And so, you know, if I'll say, hey, did you get this done? And he said, yes. 
you know, if it's, like I said, going to get something from the store and it's just like in his brain, I can go in like an hour and run three errands instead of the one that I need to do mm-hmm. to make up for the fact that I haven't done it yet. And he's like, just just tell me you haven't. I'm annoyed, but I'm more annoyed when you lie to me. There it is. I don't know. I think a lot of my pet peeves got aired last episode where it's just mostly it's <laughs> it's driving shit. That makes me annoyed. Like, for example, for example, I had therapy this morning and it went really well and it was a great start to my Monday and I felt wonderful. And then I went and got groceries uh-huh. and I was almost sideswiped by oh some old bitch that didn't use a blinker, didn't look at her mirrors and thought, I'm just going to get over and I laid on the horn, and I'm driving my husband's car, and his horn is like a little me. <laughs> the drama. And I get home, and, and I'm like, so how much time, money, and effort do you think it would be that we could change your horn? <laughs> like, I want a trucker's horn at this point. I, there are so many times that I have almost been hit and I'm honking and they just don't hear me in my car and his. It's like, I need something louder. You, you need like the truck horn that Charlize Theron was driving in Mad Max Fury Road. (laughs) (laughs) I need something. I remember online, someone said I changed my horn to sound like gunshots. People get out of the way much faster. Oh my God. Is that even legal? I don't think it is, but I was like, that's tempting. (laughs) I mean, on one hand, smart, very creative, points for that, but (laughs) at what cost? Yeah, it's most of my pet peeves have to do with the road and people just not being aware. And yeah, that's about it, really. And dogs that don't shut up ever. (laughs) That's, That's my pet peeve. Is people, yeah. again, who who take on large responsibilities and then decide to do nothing with them. Oh, like when their kids are running around the store, like knocking th- stuff over and kids. crawling under dressing room doors and the parents like, I don't know what to do with them. I've had whole ass kids. Now, this is a problem distinctly with America, too. That in our public restrooms, the gaps between the stall and the frame is too big and people love to peek son oh god i've had kids fully stand and stare at me for extended periods of time and i'm just (gasps) like could you fuck off and that's like if i said that then the parent would be like don't curse at my kids well they're trying to look at my not like my nans like i don't need this right now (laughs) kids being a creep how young oh or how old do you have to be to technically be a creep? Because at this point, six years old is starting to get there. Oh, my word. Can I, t- like, one time I was in a dressing room and fully a kid just slid underneath from the n- adjoining uh, room to mine and yes. was like, hi. And it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, thank God I, I was already dressed. But I stood there like, do I push you back with my foot or what? <laughs> Right. On this dirty, dirty floor. (laughs) Oh, God. I I understand kids are, like, innocent and they don't mean anything. Right. But it is so uncomfortable 
to a degree that I have very rarely experienced. Yeah, come and get your kids. Seriously. <sighs> yeah. These are all good things to rage about. It's a very healthy, healthy raging going on here this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I'm just, I don't like kids in general either, but that's like a whole different topic. And to yes. end on a fun note, so Harvard Health wrote about misophonia okay. and they included eating and breathing as a trigger sound that's really common to, to people. Okay. Universally disturbing sounds like babies crying, people screaming, uh-huh. and then neutral sounds such as rain. Oh. Yeah. I love rain, though. I love the sound of rain. I know. I'm like, who would be annoyed with that thunder, rain? Yeah, that's like, that's where it's at. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a that's a soft soothe. <laughs> my brain is like sitting in a jacuzzi going, oh, yes. See, my, uh, on a totally unrelated note, but with soothing sounds, when I was a kid... Mm-hmm. I love falling asleep in the car because the sound of the wheels on pavement, like that soft rumble mm-hmm. is what made me fall asleep. And so sometimes my parents would take me out for night drives if I wasn't falling asleep well. Fast forward, I have a very hard time doing long car trips because I have to fight falling asleep. Oh, even if you're in the driver's seat and you need to be fully engaged Mm -hmm. you're still that relaxed because the the one thing living in a state that i did Mm -hmm. you could get on the interstate set your cruise at 80 and then your next turnoff wouldn't be for 200 miles oh wow so it's like the fuck am i supposed to do for 200 miles and a cruise set because it's a four-lane interstate your concert series we talked about this your world tour (laughs) there is only so much singing i can do (laughs) before i get bored of that what if the people want an encore you know you're in demand i guess i would have to give the people what they want but (laughs) there were there were one too many times where it was just me in the vehicle and so it's like got it I either look out the window and I start daydreaming, which is also dangerous. (laughs) Or I would start to get tired. But yeah, there's there's been a time where when I was in high school, actually, I pulled an all-nighter at Mm -hmm. school because they did like a massive sleepover basically my senior year. And then I was supposed to drive the next day to... um, the local city where my parents were. Mm-hmm. And I almost wrecked my car because I fell asleep at the wheel. So please, oh people, if you are tired, do not drive. I'm pretty sure driving tired is the same as driving buzzed. Is it not? I think, I-, I think that's what I heard, yeah. Yeah, so you might not be driving drunk, but you're driving tired, and it's the same thing. It just goes to highlight... That people take so many liberties with their car and their driving skills and probably rate their driving skills much higher and better than what they actually are. (laughs) Especially the whole concept of multitasking, you know, where people think, well, I can do two or more things at a time and do them equally well. But research has shown 
that not only is that false, (laughs) you're actually doing them worse. So pay attention. Don't be driving with your knees, texting your nan, (laughs) changing the radio station. (laughs) Yeah, like get your Spotify playlist ready before you hit the gas. Right, fire that up. Yeah, I just... I think it's it's not only that people take for granted their driving, but they also take for granted, you know, some people that have the money to be like, yeah, no, if I wreck my car, it's fine. Or insurance. Yeah. And it's like, so the, the person that you hit, their life doesn't matter? Right. I, I'm insured. Okay. And vehicle uh. collision can still lead, like end with the end of your life it doesn't matter how insured your vehicle is then you did homie girl that's like drunk drivers you know how because their inhibitions are lowered and therefore their reaction time is slowed down they're mm-hmm. usually the ones because their body is so loose so to speak mm-hmm. they come out typically unscathed or with very minimal injuries as opposed to the person who is sober and tensed yep. up upon impact and they end up dead where that is the is- justice <laughs> That is such a peeve of mine, too. It's like drunk drivers in general. If you... No. Drunk, high, or both. Like, <laughs> Don't no. do it, ho. Do not drive under the influence and do not drive tired. Like, it's not... People... It flabbergasts me because how many driving, like, ride services do we have today? So many. So goddamn many. You have so many choices. You have no excuse to be driving under the influence besides you being a douchebag. Right. And if you think money is an issue, think about the money and uh, court fees and lawyer's fees you're going to have. Oh, my God. Well, do you have any final thoughts, opinions, wrap-up comments before we go? Girl, no. I talked so much. (laughs) That's good, because I feel like I talked way too much last episode. This is how we balance it out. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think it's just like, hold on, let me say this one more thing. Ugh. And I interrupting you. Thing. Yeah, totally. Just horrible interrupter probably this time around. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we're good. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, send us out to the universe, tell us to a friend that we are cool and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do for us. And until next week, stay alive, friends. Take care, everyone.